You are about to thoroughly enjoy episode 182 of The Mystic Show. It's time for you and I to spend a short time together here on The Mystic Show. I'm happy you're able to join me. My name is Chris Curran, and on this show we talk about meditation and mindfulness, spirituality, a lot of things unseen and otherworldly, and the purpose is for you and I to make some progress here in this lifetime. Spiritual progress. We learn some knowledge, then we practice, then we understand. So, not sure where this show fits in. This is more the knowledge and the connection. Of course, your own meditation practice you have to do on your own. New episodes are released every Friday morning, and you can hear our show as a podcast anywhere you hear podcasts. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio... And of course, you can go to our website. That's where you can see all of our previous episodes and a lot more. It's www.themysticshow.net. Themysticshow.net. You can sign up for our behind-the-scenes emails, which are nice little behind-the-scene excerpts from me every Friday. Plus, you also get a free um, audio project I did called Relax with Rumi. I sometimes, a lot of times I forget to mention this. When you sign up for the behind the scenes emails, you get Relax with Rumi for free. It's 47 minutes of audio. It's four separate tracks. I took selected Rumi quotes and I put them on top of nice relaxing music. It's pretty cool. So you can get that free. Just sign up for the behind the scenes emails. And quickly, I know this is the summer of As a Man Thinketh, but I definitely do want to say thank you to pause your life. Pause your life is an organization that helps you hit the pause button by means of meetups and retreats. And the website is pauseyourlife.org. A lot of stuff on the website. Check it out. So our summer continues. We're reading from one of the greatest, most potent books of all time, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen from 1902 or 1903. I'm still not sure. <laughs> I guess I should look that up. But thing is, I have looked it up and some say 1902 and some say 1903. So don't shoot the messenger, please. <laughs> All right. Well, so the section we're reading from today is called Visions and Ideals. And if you want to start at the beginning, when we started to read this book, on our summer of As a Man Thinketh. That was episode 175. So if you want to start at 175, you can listen to them all in a row. Today we're going to read Visions and Ideals, and why don't we get right into it? The dreamers are the saviors of the world, 
As the visible world is sustained by the invisible, so men, through all their trials and sins and sordid vocations, are nourished by the beautiful visions of their solitary dreamers. Humanity cannot forget its dreamers. It cannot let their ideals fade and die. It lives in them. It knows them as the realities which it shall one day see and know. Composer, sculptor, painter, poet, prophet, sage, these are the makers of the afterworld, the architects of heaven. The world is beautiful because they have lived. Without them, laboring humanity would perish. He who cherishes a beautiful vision, a lofty ideal in his heart, will one day realize it. Columbus cherished a vision of another world, and he discovered it. Copernicus fostered the vision of a multiplicity of worlds and a wider universe, and he revealed it. Buddha beheld the vision of a spiritual world of stainless beauty and perfect peace, and he entered into it. Cherish your visions. Cherish your ideals. Cherish the music that stirs in your heart, the beauty that forms in your mind, the loveliness that drapes your purest thoughts. For out of them will grow all delightful conditions, all heavenly environment. Of these, if you but remain true to them, your world will at last be built. To desire is to obtain. To aspire is to achieve. Shall man's basest desires receive the fullest measure of gratification? and his purest aspirations starve for lack of sustenance? Such is not the law. Such a condition of things can never obtain. Ask and receive. Dream lofty dreams, and as you dream, so shall you become. Your vision is the promise of what you shall one day be. Your ideal is the prophecy of what you shall at last unveil. The greatest achievement was at first and for a time, a dream. The oak sleeps in the acorn. The bird waits in the egg. And in the highest vision of the soul, a waking angel stirs. Dreams are the seedlings of realities. Your circumstances may be uncongenial, but they shall not long remain so if you only perceive an ideal and strive to reach it. You cannot travel within and stand still without. Here is a youth hard-pressed by poverty and labor, confined long hours in an unhealthy workshop, unschooled and lacking all the arts of refinement. But he dreams of better things. He thinks of intelligence, of refinement, of grace and beauty. He conceives of, mentally builds up, an ideal condition of life. The vision of a wider liberty and a larger scope takes possession of him. Unrest urges him to action, 
and he utilizes all his spare time and means, small though they are, to the development of his latent powers and resources. Very soon, so altered has his mind become that the workshop can no longer hold him. It has become so out of harmony with his mentality that it falls out of his life as a garment is cast aside. And with the growth of opportunities that fits the scope of his expanding powers, he passes out of it forever. Years later, we see this youth as a full-grown man. We find him a master of certain forces of the mind which he wields with worldwide influence and almost unequaled power. In his hands, he holds the cords of gigantic responsibilities. He speaks, and lo, lives are changed. Men and women hang upon his words and remold their characters, and sun-like, he becomes the fixed and luminous center around which innumerable destinies revolve. He has realized the vision of his youth. He has become one with his ideal. And you too, youthful reader, will realize the vision, not the idle wish, of your heart, be it base or beautiful, or a mixture of both. For you will always gravitate toward that which you secretly most love. Into your hands will be placed the exact results of your own thoughts. You will receive that which you earn, no more, no less. Whatever your present environment may be, you will fall, remain, or rise with your thoughts, your vision, your ideal. You will become as small as your controlling desire, as great as your dominant aspiration. In the beautiful words of Stanton Kirkham Davis, you may be keeping accounts and presently you shall walk out of the door that for so long has seemed to you the barrier of your ideals and shall find yourself before an audience, the pen still behind your ear, the ink stains on your fingers, and then and there shall pour out the torrent of your inspiration. You may be driving sheep, and you shall wander to the city, bucolic and open-mouthed, shall wander under the intrepid guidance of the Spirit into the studio of the Master, and after a time he shall say, I have nothing more to teach you. And now you have become the Master who did so recently dream of great things while driving sheep. You shall lay down the saw and the plane to take upon yourself the regeneration of the world. The thoughtless, the ignorant, and the indolent, seeing only the apparent effects of things and not the things themselves, talk of luck, of fortune, and chance. Seeing a man grow rich, they say, how lucky he is. Observing another become intellectual, they exclaim, how highly favored he is. And noting the saintly character and wide influence of another, they remark, how chance aids him at every turn. 
They do not see the trials and failures and struggles which these men have encountered in order to gain their experience, have no knowledge of the sacrifices they have made, of the undaunted efforts they have put forth, of the faith they have exercised, that they might overcome the apparently insurmountable and realize the vision of their heart. They do not know the darkness and the heartaches. They only see the light and joy and call it luck. Do not see the long and arduous journey, but only behold the pleasant goal and call it good fortune. Do not understand the process, but only perceive the result and call it chance. In all human affairs, there are efforts and there are results. And the strength of the effort is the measure of the result. Chance is not. Gifts, powers, material, intellectual, and spiritual possessions are the fruit of effort. They are thoughts completed, objectives accomplished, visions realized. The vision that you glorify in your mind, the ideal that you enthrone in your heart, this you will build your life by, this you will become. And that's the end of this section. Wow, that is powerful. I want to read the last sentence again. The vision that you glorify in your mind the ideal that you enthrone in your heart, this you will build your life by, this you will become. So, what is your vision? What is your ideal? These are good questions. What an amazing section. I'm happy you could be with me as we read that and think about that. You may want to listen again, of course. And I hope you're enjoying your summer of relaxing nature, thinking, contemplating. These are the moments that actually make our lives. So until next time, you know what to do. Keep shining.